Thank you for joining us for this episode of Can We Talk with Demi and Friends. I'm so glad that you're here. And I'm always so happy that we can talk and have those conversations that go unsaid or we've put off having. Can we talk? Are those conversations to inspire and inform so that we can grow together? Can we talk reminds you to talk it out. Even when the message tends to be hard or the topic is too taboo. Can we talk? Are those conversations that encourage you to show up every day and be your best? So since you're here, turn up the volume, tell a friend, and let's start talking. So today on Can We Talk with Demi and Friends, I have a friend over. Uh, Her name is Nadira Bodie. Nadira was born and raised in Queens, New York. She currently lives in Northern Virginia with her husband and four children. This woman of God surrendered her life to Christ at the age of 28 and became an avid student of the Word of God. After seeing the transformation of her own life, she has committed herself to the faithful service of walking alongside others in need. She is a U.S. Army veteran, an advocate for social change, a community leader, mentor, a writer, and a speaker. Nadira works tirelessly to advocate for people who struggle with food insecurities and meeting their basic needs. She is a minister of the gospel, and she also holds down a nine to five. I've known Nadira for about six years, and her genuineness, her compassion for others in the work that she does just speaks volume to the person that she is. Nadira is also a published author. She uses her gift of writing as an instrument to introduce people to the truth of God's word. Her book, Purposely Made, has helped countless people strengthen their faith. And today on Can We Talk with Demi and Friends, she's here and she's going to share her passion with us. And we're going to hear from her about what it means to be purposely made. And I'm so excited to have her here. So help me welcome and thank her for coming to have this conversation with us. Nadira, thank you so much for joining us on Can We Talk with Demi and Friends. Thank you so much, sis, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, It's an honor uh, to sit before you and I'm here to, to share and talk as we would normally talk. <laughs> Amen. That's right. So kick your shoes off. Get comfortable. We're we're all friends here, friends and family, right? So since you know, I enjoy talking to you. You know, we can get lost in a simple conversation where we might call and say, sis, real quick. But, you know, we're real quick. It's an hour or so later after real quick. Mm-hmm. So I'm just so excited. And, you know, I'm going to let, you know, whatever Whichever road we head down, I just thank God that he's going to, you know, be there and meet us in this conversation. So um, thank you again for saying yes. And I know, you know, just, you know, opening up and sharing probably, you know, some personal things. We won't get too deep, but sharing some personal things can probably be a little um, (laughs) bring a little anxiety. So we'll steer away from those things. But I'm going to say let God use you. (laughs) 
so um, when I was sharing with everyone as we were tuning in, I talked about the fact that you surrendered uh, your life to Christ at the age of 28. I want to first start off by asking, did you come from a household of faith or a religious household? Um, were, were you raised talking about Jesus? Um, short answer is no. I was okay. not. Okay. Amen. <laughs> I was not raising a Christian um, background. So, I mean, I had, I've heard the gospel. I've, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't completely, you know. Right. Duh to it. But yes. <laughs> it wasn't foreign to <laughs> yes. you. Right, right. Yeah, got it. So um, tell us about that. Tell us. Um, I, I love the fact that, you know, you say you surrendered mm-hmm. to Christ at the age of 28. And you know what? That age, I think for a lot of people, I can definitely attest to it. Somewhere after you cross the hump of 24. 25 and you've told yourself I'm grown Mm -hmm. all of this, you know, you have to start making some I'm grown decisions. Right. 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 But uh, I think that's that's a transitional time for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But I believe because I know your testimony, Mm -hmm. um, but I believe what you're going to share with our friends today, you're going to what they'll find is your story is similar to theirs. And Mm -hmm. it could be that some people have walked away, Mm -hmm. have, um, you know, feel like they've gone too far, but you're never too far. You're never out of God's reach. So that's what we, we want to share. And, and God word, God's word tell us that we are overcome by the testimony of others, you know, Mm -hmm. of our own testimony. We don't go through things in life. Excuse me. <clears> throat. <laughs> we don't go through things in life just because I believe yes. everything we experience from the moment we take our first breath here on earth mm-hmm. is purpose. Yes. It has purpose. It's purposeful. Mm-hmm. So um, tell us, what was that like? Um, you were a U.S. Army vet. So mm-hmm. what what took place between, you know, growing up in Queens, joining the Army? Mm-hmm. Give us the tea. What's going on? So I, I would start off by saying, you know, my um, surrenderance to the Lord, it was it was a journey mm-hmm. um, to get to that point. Um, I didn't know that I was on that journey until okay. <laughs> the day that <laughs> it occurred, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Um and it speaks of, you know, God's sovereignty from the moment mm-hmm. that we take our first breath. Just like you said, um, God's hand is upon our lives, mm-hmm. even when we don't know him. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, like I said, I didn't grow up in a Christian household or whatever, um, but I, I knew people who, you know, they attended church or whatever. Um, one of my best friends growing up um I remember her mom, mm-hmm. her mom, you know, she would invite me to church sometimes and I may have went once or twice, but it, it was normally for like some type of event or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now my friend, she didn't really attend church. So normally it was kind of like, you know, I would go with her, but she's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go. So it was just kind of like, you mm-hmm. know, if right. you wanted to or not. But the one thing that I always remember um, about this lady um, is that every time I would see her, um, and she and so she had a, a, a injury. She had a disability with her knees. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I'm like this lady, 
She has all, but she was always so kind. She was always so sweet. And she always had a Bible in her hand. When I would come to the house, she would just be sitting in her room, always had a smile on her face. And she always would be sitting there reading her word. And that was Mm. just the, the image I always remembered about this, um, this lady. And so, um, so fast forward, you know, I, um, I'm in the military and so I'm in basic training. Now, most people know when you're in basic training, there are no days off. At least it wasn't (laughs) at the time that I went. I'm not sure how it is now. Um, and so it was like any opportunity to escape, (laughs) you found a way to do it. And so for me, I found out, oh, they have, uh, church services on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that was an opportunity where you can go out for a few hours. So I'm kind of like, well, I don't really have, you know, any particular favor. We're going we gonna to have one. <laughs> We're going to go one. find one. Yes. Right? <laughs> and so it's funny. I, I kind of, you know, tried a few different ones. And so never, nothing really, you know, I would say caught my attention or anything. But I do remember this one service I went to. The one thing that I did remember was the singing. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, the singing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, it's not too bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had went to one service one Sunday. I can't tell you the message. Don't remember any of that. I just remember at the very end, mm-hmm. um, they, you know, the lady said, you know, if, if you want to be sure that you're going to heaven, just come on up here. Mm. And so I'm like, okay. Well, (laughs) you know, I didn't really have, I guess, all the information, but I knew I didn't want to go to hell. So I was like, oh, well, yeah, I want to go to heaven. Let me come on up here. I'm supposed to be down there. (laughs) So I go up there and um, she's like, okay, um, repeat after me. And so I'm like, okay. So I just repeated whatever she told Mm -hmm. me to pray. And at the end, she's like, okay, you're going to heaven. So I was like, okay. Um, let, walked away kind of like mm. weird, like, okay, you know, part of me is like, now, nah, how can that, you mean to tell, if that's the case, everybody's going to heaven. Like, what is the, mm-hmm. you know, and right. so walked away, kind of pondered upon it for a little while thinking, um, I guess I imagine like, shouldn't I feel different? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't something mm-hmm. be different or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was nothing. And, you know, basic training is, you know, after a few weeks, you're mm-hmm. done and you move on. And so, um, I had left basic training or whatever. So I remember I'm going to AIT training. AIT is a little bit more laxed. So, but still, you know, now I'm kind of bored on the weekend. So I tried a few, um, visiting a few services there, Mm -hmm. but it was just, I guess the thing that I was looking for was a thing that seemed like other people had like this connection. Right. I was not seeing this connection Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, so rewind, let me, Rewind back. Okay. So that was it. situations that happened then. Mm-hmm. So pre-basic training, pre-me joining the Army, mm-hmm. um, I was just in a place. Now, you know, it's after high school or whatever. Um, I didn't join right after high mm-hmm. school. I joined, you know, maybe like a year or two later. You know, I was just working and just in a place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're in a place, you're uncomfortable. Right. It's like, you know that there's more. Should be, right. Yes. Uh-huh. There's mm-hmm. more. Now, I love my city. I love New York. I mm-hmm. loved everything about it. I was one of those people who said, I'd never leave New York. <laughs> people come from all over the world to be to, here. I'd right. never leave. Mm-hmm. But I got to a place where I started feeling just compelled to go. Mm-hmm. Didn't know where I was going, how, but I just knew I needed to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so this is, I end up 
coming in contact with a recruiter. Now, if you would have asked me six months before mm-hmm. if I would ever join the military, I'm like, no, Answer. I would never join. Right. But I found myself in this place where I just, I knew I couldn't stay where I mm-hmm. was. Um, and so one day, you know, a recruiter, I didn't go to the recruiting office. I was mm-hmm. on my porch at my house. Wow. And the recruiter was driving by, uh-huh. saw me sitting there. Stop Pulled it. his car over. Yes. He pulled his wow. car over, got out and started talking to me. And I'm just like, oh my God. Okay. Now, mind you, they had been calling me because, you know, they get your phone number when you graduate. <laughs> and I, I always would turn them down. But this particular day that a guy, and he wasn't even, I guess, in my area mm-hmm. of, of the recruitment right, station. That wasn't, he just happened mm-hmm. to be. And so, you know, um, he gave me his card or whatever. So I'm like, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm at that place. I'm like, this might be my way out. Right. <laughs> Um, and I, he, he was very open. So I asked him all the questions, you know, mm-hmm. about the military, all the things that I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a lot of answers. So I was like, you know, it might not be too bad. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I have a, a I had a cousin, right. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was telling him about it and he was just like really hyping me. He's mm-hmm. like, cause you gotta do it. You gotta do it. It's like, wow. you, I'm telling you, you're going to be good. And I'm like, I don't know. You think I could do it? Cause mm-hmm. I was Probably like 90 pounds soaking wet. I'm like, I don't know. You think I could? <laughs> and he said, because right. he said, trust me, you need to make that move or whatever. Mm. And so, um, you know, I kind of told some other people and they were just like, I don't know. Like mm. kind of, you know, talking. But it's like on the inside, I just knew, yeah, this is the move I right. need to make. So this is probably like maybe late um, in the year, maybe like November, December. And so... Um, you know, I was doing things to get prepared or whatever to leave. Mm-hmm. And so I was supposed to leave in February of the whatever year uh-huh. that was. And so the February, um, my cousin, the one who I told you about, he was, mm-hmm. I call him a hype man. He was my hype <laughs> right, man or right. whatever. Um, uh, he, he was murdered. Mm. And mm-hmm. tragically like that, you know, they say the, the straw that broke the camel's mm-hmm. back. Um so mm-hmm. anybody who's grown up, I would say, in the inner city, you've experienced um, loss and tragedy mm-hmm. and different things of that nature. And they impact you, you know, in different ways. But then when certain things, when it hits real right, close, right at home, it's right. a whole nother mm-hmm. layer. Mm-hmm. And so it was one of those things that you, you know, you don't see coming. It was mm-hmm. just like, well, and it was the same weekend that it happened was the weekend that he was supposed to come up. And we wow. have been talking on the phone, mm-hmm. like, all right, we're going to come up there. I'm mm-hmm. coming up there, whatever. We're going to hang out before you leave. Mm-hmm. And so I end up, you know, pushing back my date or whatever, probably about a month. And um, so at that point, it was kind of like, I knew I just, I had to go. Right. Um, and I guess, mm-hmm. you know, part of me wanted to see it through, mm-hmm. you know, because we talked about it and it was just, you mm-hmm. know, I guess my way of trying to honor right. him and in, in yeah, that. Your, your biggest cheerleader. Yes. Yeah, yes. I can see that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so, and I, I tell that story because now mm-hmm. that kind of gives you the state of mind that I was in. So I Absolutely. was definitely grieving all through that. Right. It was shocking all already right. showing up the basic uh-huh. training, something you've never <laughs> right. seen before. And so at the same time experience. So every time I felt like this is too hard, I don't mm-hmm. want to do it. I kept thinking like, no, he, he really would have wanted mm-hmm. me to do it. The other part was I definitely had people who were like, 
you ain't gonna you'll be home in a couple weeks oh, yeah the skeptics so, yeah i couldn't go back home saying i couldn't mm-hmm, do it mm-hmm. so i was like they no we're gonna push through it <laughs> and then i would kind of look to my left and to my right i'm like you know what if they can do it what is nothing stopping me from mm-hmm. you know doing this or whatever and so but i would say emotionally spiritually i was just not in um a good place. Mm-hmm. I was definitely filled with anger, with mm-hmm. rage, with all kind oh, of um okay. Yeah. Not good the, feelings, right? right? Or good emotions or yes. even maybe the thinking towards certain things, your outlook yes. on things. Um I definitely felt like, okay, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm in the military. They're going to train me to be a killer and this <laughs> this is sounds strange, but this is where my mind yeah, was. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. And so it's funny because I remember thinking about those things. And so one day while I was um, in during basic training, mm-hmm. it was one day we were um, at the range or whatever. And I'm sitting there. I had already qualified on my weapon. I'm sitting there and I hear what I know at the time mm-hmm. and now was the audible voice of God. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I said, I'm sitting there minding my own business. Here God comes talking to you. Yes. And I hear, I did not create you to take life, but to give it. Mm. And in that moment, it's like, I knew that it was God. Like Mm -hmm. I knew that that was God's voice. First of all, sidebar, anybody who says they want to hear the audible voice of God, Mm -hmm. I was afraid Mm -hmm. because it was so loud and so intense. It was on the inside, but I can hear it in my ears. Right. Um, and it was so loud, so intense. I felt like if he said another word, I would like implode. Mm-hmm, mm. And so, and I remember I just burst into tears and I'm mm. crying and, you know, the people are looking at me like, well, what's wrong with her? <laughs> she and I'm just wow. like, oh my, I'm, I'm just like, and I, it was nobody I can talk to at the time. Mm. And because I knew, first of all, if I told them I was hearing voices, they was going. Behavior hell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say that was that was probably that that was an encounter with God that was like no other. I will right. never forget it. Right. So I don't know if that was that was just another part of the journey that mm-hmm. was kind of like, OK, there's a real God out there. Yes, I know is. I'm not crazy. Uh-huh. Um, and even what was spoken, it was like God knew it was he knew that I had that rage and anger. Mm. And so immediately as I began to cry. When I heard that. It's like I felt a weight lifted off of me. Wow. So like this anger, this thing that I had on me, it was almost so I said, God, you deliver me right there. And I didn't even know I needed to be delivered. (laughs) But that's what it was. So that was one of my, I would say, first uh, major encounters Mm -hmm. um, with God. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, it was something that I held on for a long time. I never told anyone because it's kind of like, how How do do you explain explain it? Yes. 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 and so, okay, fast forward, I'm giving y'all the long version. That's okay. <laughs> Please take your time because you're definitely, I'm writing notes. You're setting this up and this is amazing. This is, here are some things. I'm like I said, I've heard mm-hmm. your testimony and break it, keep breaking it down to us. Just okay. keep going. So fast forward, you know, so now I'm, I'm in full active duty military or whatever. And I'm just, I'm living my life. And at the same time, you know, I, you know, you have the different thoughts, the experiences. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not really, I guess, fully making the connection, mm-hmm. but I do have this, you know, kind of desire. So even when I got to my um, duty station a few times, I was like, oh, they had a chapel on, mm-hmm. on base or whatever. And I, you know, attended a few services. And again, I'm, I wasn't very um, knowledgeable about mm-hmm. the different, uh, what do you call um Denominations and different things. Right. So I would Church just pop services, into this service, right. pop uh-huh. into that service. Some I knew, no, X that one out. I knew <laughs> I don't, don't, we're not coming back here no more. <laughs> you were going to figure out what fit you. Yes. So, right. You don't know what you don't know, but exactly. you were still in search, in search. of it because yes. you've, like, it's it definitely started from that first invitation with mm-hmm. the, uh, with your friend's mother. Yes. And you said mm-hmm. that. You would uh, she she had situations and struggles, but Mm -hmm. the picture that you saw from her was strength. Yes. And that was what you saw her reading her word. Mm -hmm. You didn't see her complaining. Mm -hmm. You know, God was setting it up the whole time. It sounds like Mm -hmm. and and even the fact of where you go from. I'm not leaving. This Queens is it for me. (laughs) (laughs) What? Everybody needs to come get a piece of this. Yes. But here it is now. Something's missing. Yes, exactly. Something's missing. So please, I I ain't going to retell your story. Come on, you keep telling us. So that's it. Something was missing. Um, And I kept going to these different, um, you know, services Mm -hmm. and trying it out and it was the same thing something was still missing it's like I couldn't there was no connection Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so for me if something is not working I'm not gonna keep pretending like okay well (laughs) maybe it's just not for me and so um and again you know then I you know started going to a different base and like let me try over here but it's like I would I could I just couldn't connect right for some reason or whatever so then i started thinking like well that lady did say i was going to heaven i'm like not the way i'm turning up i know she lied have mercy oh gosh so fast forward so now by this time i'm i'm out the military i didn't did my commitment mm-hmm. and got out and so i was working at this uh place or whatever and I, I had a coworker who had, um, she was inviting me to church. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, you know, I kind of, it was something I had put on the back burner. Right. Cause I'm like, I, I've already tried. It doesn't work. Uh-huh. Um, and and I, the other part is, I would say the other part that bothered me was one of the things that I did see, you know, a lot, like you see people who say that they're Christians, but I couldn't figure out, I'm like, your life don't look no different from mine. Like I didn't okay. really understand oh, like wow, just going big. to church. And so that's why I said, mm-hmm. it's like, I never wanted to be one of those people that mm-hmm. said, Oh, I go to church. Right. Cause I, in my mind, like I said, I might not have known all the details, but I knew, okay, if you went to church, okay, you should have been different or right. something uh-huh. better about. But when I would see the same thing, I'm like, I just knew I just wanted to be genuine. Right. You know, I didn't want to go and pretend and mm. put on this new suit right. and still be. Right. Or, so or I, put on a title of being, yes. you know, you hear the word being saved. Mm-hmm. But it seemed the thought that just came to my mind was like the fruit you saw was spoiled, mm-hmm. you know, because it says we are known, we we will be known by the fruit that we bear. Mm-hmm. That f- not all fruit, you yes. know, has ripened or maybe. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's overripe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I'm going to be quiet. Okay. Keep talking, please, sis. Thank but you so you much. You are right. You are so right. So, like I said, by this time, I just kind of was like, well, I guess, you know, when I just left it alone. I didn't really mm-hmm. pursue too hard or not. And so, um, and so, like I said, one of my coworkers had invited me to... Um, come to a service uh-huh, uh-huh. and it was, you know, she's like, Oh, it's a new church. And you know, just come and visit. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, at first I was like, oh, I'm not going to this. <laughs> I'm not going to church, you know, kind of like, cause I feel like I already did that. It's uh-huh. like, what's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, again, she kept asking. So finally I said, okay, I, I can't avoid it because we work together. And so you're know, like, okay. So in my mind, I chalked it up to, you know what? There is it's in my mind, I'm like, it's a new business. I'm just going to support them. You know, if I go once, at least I've tried. And right. so I agree. And I go to um, this service and it was, you know, it wasn't nothing crazy, you know, mm-hmm. it was good service or whatever. And so at the end of the service, there's an altar call. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, man, a guy, you know, gave his word or whatever. And he's like, you know, if you want prayer, come up. Now, you know, you, you won't find nobody that's going to turn down prayer okay. pretty much. So I said, okay, yeah. I'll come up for prayer. So, um, you know, everybody's kind of like pretty much everybody's there for y'all mm-hmm. go up um, for prayer. So I go up for prayer and um, <laughs> as I'm up there, he prays, you know, just kind of in general. And then he kind of comes back to me. And he places his hand on me and mm-hmm. he begins to um, prophesy over me. But he, he begins to talk about, you know, just where I was mm-hmm. right there um, in the spirit, in my emotions. And it's like even about how it's like I've been on a search for God. And mm-hmm. yes, God has been drawing me. And it's like this is the time God is um, calling you into his kingdom. And he began to say other things that. Nobody would have, he wouldn't have known. Right. Um, she wouldn't even known. It was just things. And at that moment, that was the moment that I said, God, you are real. Mm. This was the moment I said, God, so all of this time, you know, it, it's just, it's like everything kind of came together into one mm-hmm. moment. But that moment is like, I knew that God was real and not just that he was real, but he knew me, he knew me intimately and he was concerned about wow. me. Amen. And that was the part that melted my heart. And that I was said, the Lord. connection. <laughs> yes. Finally a yes. connection. Finally. And mm-hmm. it was like, I can't even explain it, but it was like everything that mm-hmm. all, of, it just all came together in mm-hmm. that very moment. And so at that, that was the day I said, okay, God, th- this is what I was looking for. The connection. Now I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't about, and so I, you know, kind of look back. I'm like, okay, this is why the connection just wasn't there. But it's not about just mm-hmm. attending church, right. but making a connection with the Father. With, with and your so Savior. Amen. That's what it was that day. Amen. And so the surrender happened. Yes. That's when the surrender happened. The surrender happened. And it just, it's like something was ignited uh-huh. um, within me and just knowing that God is there and, and and not only that he's there, but he's not this far away God that, you know, mm-hmm. we got to figure out whatever, but he already knows us. Yes. So the fact that he Everything. already knew me, I'm like, Oh, 
Uh-huh. Oh, you can tell I'm a business lord, okay, right. but this right. is good. So, right. and and he <laughs> uses men and women of God um, yes. that he'll he'll share just enough with them mm-hmm. to let us know that yes. daughter, son, I see you, mm-hmm. I hear you, I'm here. Yes, and and you know, just now as you painted the picture for us, mm-hmm. uh, me hearing, you know, about hearing the hearing your testimony again, probably a third time. It was a journey to surrender. That's why they call it a surrender Mm. (laughs) because, you know, usually in a battle, you know, opposing sides, Mm -hmm. they don't come to the battlefield um, and they don't surrender unless there are no other options. Mm -hmm. You know, we wave in the, uh, the white flag. Okay. You won. I I can't do it. (laughs) Come yes. get me. Mm-hmm. So and and as and who wants to surrender to just anything? Right. There had there's purpose in our surrender. Yes. And God knows the date, the time, the hour, mm-hmm. the when, the what everything is gonna look like. Yes. And you don't the, the beauty of it is is that you don't forget that time. No. Those, that's one of those times just like, you know, the the time when you meet your husband or your wife or when you bring your first child into this world or, mm-hmm. you know, grieving the loss of a loved one. Those moments are cemented mm-hmm. in our lives. So yes. that is a beautiful surrender because you share it with us how, you know, I've heard about this man named Jesus, mm-hmm. but where do I find him? Mm-hmm. You know, okay, so is this what it's supposed to look like? Mm-hmm. Well, I do that too, but I don't feel anything. Yes. So what 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 do what would you say to a person who is experiencing what you're experiencing, but they've made up in their mind it's not real, it's not going to happen, or they've because we we see a lot of, you know, behavior that's not godly Mm -hmm. and that sends people away people Mm -hmm. like i don't want any part of that so as a woman of faith having Mm -hmm. experienced that you didn't say because you could have told the co-worker listen no i tried it no thank you but Mm -hmm. you keep doing you Mm -hmm. so what would you say to someone who's saying those, you you know, we're quick to say those, those saints, those ain'ts, those mm-hmm. church folks, you know, the biggest ones, those church folks or those, those Christians. Mm-hmm. What do you say to someone who's folded their arms because they've seen the bad behavior mm-hmm. and they don't want, they don't want, they don't have time for that. They don't want to be associated. Yeah. Right. But I would say um, to keep seeking God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the one thing that I learned now that I know is that it's not it, because I didn't know what I know now, but mm-hmm. um, the fact that it really is our walk is really a relationship with Christ, Amen. the mm-hmm. son of God. That's what it's about. And so in my mind, I thought it was mm-hmm. the fact that you go to church. Mm-hmm. So I thought it meant, Oh, go to church meant. And so I think, sometimes a lot of people have that um, idea in their mind Mm -hmm. of what it means to have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And it's it's pretty much it's a religion because some people do go to church, but mm-hmm. it's a religious mm-hmm. out of religion, out of just a practice or a tradition that right. oh oh yeah, my whole family goes to church and we go this, but it's you can go to church go to church for your whole entire life and miss the relationship the relationship oh, with wow. Christ. So anybody who can finds himself mm. in this position, uh, I would want them to know that. The first thing to understand it, it has to do with a relationship with Christ. Mm. Um, and the amazing thing is, so we're in a different time now than mm-hmm. we were mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. And even the dynamics of what it means to go to church has changed mm-hmm. a whole lot. Yes. And so even in this, it seems kind of like, oh God, we can't gather. But I mm-hmm. think even in this, God is moving all through this and he is yes, developing he is people's relationship with him right in their homes, right in their living rooms, wherever they are. Mm -hmm. Um, But to me, that's even better than Mm -hmm. now. We love the church. We love coming together Mm -hmm. um, as believers. But when we come to the house of God, it's, it's to come and share in Mm -hmm. our individual relationships that we already have. Um, And hopefully maybe somebody can be introduced while they're there um, to know him. But even if you never find the church that you can connect, just know right in your living room, you Come can connect now. with him. As he's right in ever your car, present. you can Come connect with him. And so uh-huh. when I think back, I'm like, God, you were there all along. Mm-hmm. All along. Mm-hmm. It's not like when we come to Christ, okay, now God shows up on the scene. No, he is there, there. all along. All along. All along. Yes. Because he's such a gentleman. Mm-hmm. He's not going to force himself on us. Yes. He's our creator. Yet he has said, you choose. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be here either way. Mm-hmm. I know you're probably, you know, you're going to experience these different things. You're going to hear some things. You're going to mm-hmm. see some things. But as you just said, seek him. And in that, my, my question would be, so how, so for someone who because sometimes it sounds like church talk, mm-hmm. seeking God. And OK, how do I do that? Yes. Because one, God is ever present. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he's been he was there the whole time. Yes. And, and seeking him is a conversation. Mm-hmm. Just like you sit there and you, you're pondering over things in your mind. Mm-hmm. God is so. Mm, God is so amazing. Mm. So he's he's not going to influence your thoughts. Yes. He wants your thoughts to develop about him mm-hmm. because everything about him is good. So yes. again, that free will in, in seeking him, the moment you set your heart, isn't yes. that what he told Daniel? From the moment you set your heart to mm. believe, the answer was on the way. So from the moment you set your heart to seek me, to know me, mm-hmm. you're going to find me. Yes. You're going to find me. Yes. I love, I love, I love that about God, that his truth cannot be stained. Mm. I don't care how you try to uh, unpack it, wow. take it apart. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm about to date myself. There was this movie back, I think, in the 80s uh, with uh, Michael J. Fox. It was called Doc Hollywood. And so his car broke down and uh, the mechanic took everything out to put the car back together. Mm-hmm. Now, in putting the car back together, there were some parts left out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 
And, and so Michael J. Fox character said, so these parts are left out. He said, oh, there is always some extra parts uh-huh. or things like that. <laughs> but here's the thing. When you inspect God, God, you you can take it apart, pull it apart, try mm-hmm. to prove wrong, but you can't. There are no leftover parts. Mm-hmm. God is sovereign. God is holy. He is one. Everything. When you go in search of truth about mm-hmm. him. It's all packed together. Yes. You're not going to have anything left over Mm -hmm. because he is complete. Yes. And we're made complete in him. I don't know where that analogy came from. I just had a picture of Doc Hollywood (laughs) in that that car. But uh, let's, you know, amen. See how God is just taking this conversation Mm -hmm. and using it uh, in in whatever way he, he wants to. Yes. That's so. amazing. And it's it's funny you say that, though, because I I believe that God, he invites us to do that. He mm-hmm. invites us to come in and take his word apart and, and, and mm-hmm. understand. And that's mm-hmm. how he um he shows himself. But the other thing is I think about is when we set our hearts on him, but it's almost like along the way before we even set our hearts, God draws us. Mm-hmm. So we're being drawn before we even realize we're being drawn Amen. and he mm-hmm. drops in little nuggets mm-hmm. along the way. And we don't even know that. Oh, we just, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes pick him up and, um, and he knows how to meet us. Like I, I think about that day when I told you and I was had that encounter mm-hmm. and I think about, I'm saying, God, the place that I was in was so, um, so a hard, mm-hmm. a hard place to, I said, God, you had to speak to me audibly mm-hmm. because my heart would, I wouldn't have heard him right through a still small voice mm-hmm. in that moment. A whisper. I needed to hear right that voice, mm-hmm. you know, that, that shattered whatever mm-hmm. was trying to build up wow. in me, that wall that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think about that and I'm like, God, you really do the drawing, just like mm-hmm. your word says. Mm-hmm. And that day when we finally catch on, like, oh, okay, God, I'm ready to say You've yes. You've been working the um, whole time. The whole time. And even as I think about, you know, you say the day that, the day that I surrender, but I, I think even now I'm like, there's still areas that I'm learning to continue to surrender. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yes. it's a daily thing. You have to surrender to yes. God almost every single day. So the journey, you know, continues Mm -hmm. and we continue to um, grow in God. Amen. Thank you for saying that, sis. That is so, so true Mm -hmm. because that's another thing that people think that children of God have it all together. No, Mm -hmm. we're a mess, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we're still saved. We're still chosen. We're still called and we're redeemed but God knows we can't do it without him yes and he delights in us just coming to him mm-hmm. you know surrender deliverance repent repenting yes Lord absolutely. forgive me for that no mm-hmm. nobody know but me and you Lord but forgive me yes. you know even the thoughts mm. you know thoughts can be unpleasing yes. holding things in our heart yet God doesn't when salvation, when we receive salvation from God, mm-hmm. it is not, we don't lose it. Yes. But the Holy Spirit comes in to help us perfect it. Yes. To work it out, to walk it out, to understand God's character, mm-hmm. God's word. Yes. So I, I just wanted to make sure, I thank you for bringing that up because people think, 
And I hear it all the time. Oh, she's supposed to be saved. Mm-hmm. Oh, them church folks. Listen, I'm the <laughs> same lady that show up on the job just like you. So you don't hear yes. people saying, oh, them work folks. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, them people. Oh, those cashiers or oh, that. Oh, that bus driver or mm-hmm. whatever. No, we're all human and we're flawed. Yes. But we're still chosen and we're still loved. So amen. thank you for that. Amen. So I have a question. So mm-hmm. um, I hear your love and your passion for God. Um, and you have a you you have a gift. You are a student of the word of God. And God has blessed you to use um, the gifting of writing. Mm-hmm. And you've written a book. And it's so funny how this book just um, mysteriously, not mysteriously, <laughs> let me back up. Uh, Nadira is so humble. Um, she doesn't even talk about her book, uh, but I want her to talk about it today. Okay. Um, <laughs> you fell in love with the word of God. The written, the breath, the ruha, <sighs> word of God. And you found your passion, your passion um, to write. Tell us what it was that started that. What inspired you to start writing, to start seeking God's word, seeking his heart that way? How did the book come about? So the book <laughs> that I don't talk about <laughs> um, came about from um, actually um, it didn't start out as a book. Uh-huh. It was just um, a fruit of, I would say, I would call it fruit of just um, my time of intimacy with God, mm-hmm. my time of just, you know, being in his presence, um, writing. I think I always liked writing just mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like writing papers in school, but I, <laughs> whenever I did write, my teacher said, oh, you're such a good writer. We wish you would, you know, do mm-hmm. your work. And, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> but you're I more always, freestyler. Yes. <laughs> but I used to like writing. I used to like writing letters. I write letters to my friends and mm-hmm. my family or whatever. And they'll probably laugh when they hear that. But <laughs> we go back and talk about some of the letters I wrote, like, oh my gosh, I was, <laughs> but, um, and so I'd started to just journal um the times that I would have with God I would write down um just different revelations I um would get and understandings about his word mm-hmm. uh, when I would come across and it's just you know it's just that time that we have when we're in his word and mm-hmm. it just begins to open up and mm-hmm. it's it it's life. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, his word is life to me. So I began to just journal it and write it down. And um and so it was it was never uh never even the thought of publishing these things never mm-hmm. even came um to my mind. Um one day, again, this is a word that came. Mm-hmm. Um went up for prayer. Now this is I'm I'm in the faith now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And again, continue to seek God. You know, you get to different places in your journey. Like, okay, now what, God? Mm-hmm. And now what? And so one day I went up for prayer. Um, and here it is again. So I, this time I get a word. It's like, um, man of God is praying for me. And he's just paused. He's like, there's something that you're writing. Mm-hmm. And that was the only thing that I'm writing. So I'm just quiet. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whatever it is that you're writing, um, God is going to give you, um, he's going to release you mm-hmm. to publish this thing or whatever. 
So I'm just like, oh, okay, God. <laughs> so I'm like, wow. So that was, you know, it was one of those things that you hear and it's like amazing. But at the same time, you kind of like, you almost want to shrink back from it. Because right. I'm like, publish, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I sat on that for a while. <laughs> wow. And, um, but it's like, I couldn't, it was one of those things, you know, you, it's like, you can't escape it. Right. And uh-huh. then I noticed I began to write even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I decided to just obey God and I said, okay, God, in your timing, I knew nothing about publishing a book. Right. Uh-huh. I didn't even know who to talk to or call about, Hey, mm-hmm. well, how do I do this or whatever? I just, you know, I try to do some research or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, it costs so much to publish a book. So it's mm-hmm. one of those things you kind of go through. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, but if God said, I'm going to do this, God, then surely you're going to make provisions. Yes. yes. And so that's essentially. So I, I said, well, then it's like you have all these options of, well, how do I do this and whatever? Mm-hmm. So I just I kind of said one of those things, you know, and you said, God, well, whatever thing could show up, that's going to be the one. <laughs> so I had. You know, finish. Um, I knew, I guess, at that time, you know, God led me to which ones would get and how mm-hmm. it would be. Because I'm like, it's, and it was like, okay, it's a journal. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that God showed me in mm-hmm. journaling is um, it helps with our growth mm-hmm. um, with God. And then when we go back and read some of the things, right, it's a reminder, but it also shows us, um, you know, how, how we've grown with mm-hmm. him. Um, and so... I was inspired to share that, um, that, that nugget, that key that God Mm -hmm. showed me is like, this is a part of our growth because we are supposed to grow in him. Mm -hmm. And so the purpose of the journal of Mm -hmm. how it came was purposely made. We were purposely made to worship God and to serve him in all that we do. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to, um, I knew as I was doing it, it was going to prayerfully hope, help someone else, Mm -hmm. um, in their journey as mm-hmm. they're um, seeking God. And, and so they can journal their time right. and be able to grow in him mm-hmm. in that way. And so, like I said, I just sent it out there in faith. I'm like, okay, God, let me just see in the, the <laughs> company that I use, it came right back and was like, Oh yeah, we want to publish. And I was That's like, awesome. Oh, and everything is like the ball just began to mm-hmm. everything picked up. So it's just faith. Faith and obedience. Saying. Yes. Obedience is a big factor. Uh, removing procrastination. I'm oh. the queen of procrastination over here. Listen, you know. you're the queen. I'm the queenette. Okay, queenette. <laughs> Two crowns over here. <laughs> and you know what? For me, I'm like, I wanted to make sure that it wasn't me putting me or injecting me yes. into anything that mm-hmm. uh, God was doing or showing me. A lot of times I think we, when God shows us something, Mm -hmm. especially when it's big and it's outside of what we know we're able to do on our own. Yes. It makes us shrink back. Fear, Mm -hmm. fear comes and say, hey, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. Writing a book, girl, you know, you need spell check. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. that's for me. (laughs) But um and and some t- and I love the fact that God loves to blow our mind that our dreams um, 
they they shadow uh, God dreams shadow our dreams because yes. if we knew the thoughts he thought towards us and mm-hmm. the things that he has already planned for us mm-hmm. and he has in store for us but we don't reach out and get them or start putting one foot in front of the other one to go Mm -hmm. and get those things because in today's world there's so many resources there's nothing that you can't know Mm -hmm. uh just ask or just you know do you know click into your search engine and Mm -hmm. put the information in right but the beauty of what god does is when he when he has uh given us an assignment he makes the provision. He puts people in place. People fall into place. Seems yes. like they're just like, huh? <laughs> okay. Lord, I thank you. Yes. And so it's about just trusting him mm-hmm. to do what he wants to do. And we're instrument. We're extensions of yes. his hand. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely what uh, purposely made Mm-hmm. has done and continues to do uh, help people to strengthen their faith. Because what I like to, how I like to think about it is like this, as we're reading the devotional, we know what God is, what the book is saying. Mm-hmm. But when we seek after God's word and after, as we're reading God's word, the yes. Holy spirit, he's that, he brings all clarity, yes. revelation. He gives meaning to it. Mm-hmm. While it might mean something different to well, different to me, mm-hmm. or it it might mean something to me, but your experiences, it means something different. Yes. That does, but that make but the word is still true. Mm-hmm. We just experience life differently. Yes. The word doesn't change. Mm-hmm. God changes not. But his word has something for everyone and for every area of life. And so I love the fact that we can journal in it and then we can go back next year or in a few months and look back and we can say, oh, wow, Mm -hmm. I've even grown from that time to this time. Yes. So and um, purposely made, you know, I, I love the title when you said that I was like, so you're saying that we're intentional. It wasn't a big boom. And now we're here. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, oh, so I have another question. Um, okay. Are you still becoming all that God says that you are? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lifelong journey. Lifelong um, journey. Lifelong. Yes. Absolutely. And so give us an example. And I'm not saying like detail, but... Mm-hmm. Have you learned from some of the mistakes or failures and what can people like a lot of some people will sit back and be like, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Mm-hmm. What would you say to people who have said, nah, that's not for me. God ain't called me to do that. Mm. I mean, I, I just keep going. I, I feel like everything that we need is in God and mm-hmm. it goes back to the seeking and just acknowledging God mm-hmm. in everything that we do mm-hmm. to me is our ground zero mm-hmm. for whatever it is that we do good or bad. Mm-hmm. Because if we start out on something or do something that is not God, he, he has no problem letting us know. No problem. <laughs> but we just have to make ourselves uh, available right. to his voice and to his mm-hmm. spirit when mm-hmm. he moves and, 
and be in obedience. Um, for me though, I would say something that I've learned, um, because the thing about God is he, he really does meet us right where we are mm-hmm. all, like you said, we all got all kind of issues or whatever mm-hmm. going on. Um, one of the, I guess the biggest lessons that I've learned or places that I've grown, I think is, um, I've learned to be vulnerable. Mm. Um, wow, and that was something that wasn't necessarily, yes, mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily something that I was, you know, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. tough <laughs> from Queens, y'all. What? But it's something about being vulnerable because when we're not, it's like we we have these walls built mm-hmm. up um, in us, and it causes us not to be able. I feel like to fully experience um, the love of God mm-hmm. when we are not vulnerable, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that we. Um, and so the thing about vulnerability is. It's hard to, um, if you're not vulnerable, it's not just with people, but it is with God because it's mm. all, it's kind of all connected. Mm-hmm. We can't say, oh, we love God, mm-hmm. but we're shut off from all his people. Mm. And we wow. harden our hearts when it comes to his people. Wow. So yes. I thank God that he, um, I remember one time, and this is where it, I'm saying this, <laughs> this is where it began. And Again, God, he has no problem with continuing to shape us and mm-hmm. and, and deal with whatever issues we may have. But I remember um, I woke up one morning, maybe like 2, 3 a.m., you know, and that's when God, he, mm-hmm. he had nowhere to run to. It's 2, 3 a.m., you <laughs> in your bed. Mm-hmm. And so, and God says to me, you don't know how to love. So, mm. of course, I'm like, uh, excuse me? I'm feeling like... <laughs> Of course I know how to love. I mean, come on. <laughs> and so again, I had nowhere to escape. So at that moment, it's like, and, and when we encounter God, we have two options. We can shut him down mm-hmm. and like whatever, and just kind of turn over and go to sleep. But I, I, at that moment, I'm like, okay, if, if God is telling me, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's something going on here. Right. And so he kind of talks to me about, I don't know how to love. And he said, it, and it's, pretty much is hurting you. Mm. So it's in a way where it was, he said, learn how to be vulnerable. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so it's you, God's love is unconditional mm-hmm. love. Um, God's love is God is vulnerable mm. before us. And as you mentioned wow. earlier, it's like we can take them apart, put them back that. together. We'll find no, no flaws, there's no flaws right. there. And so he can be that way yes. with us. Um, but we're not always that way mm. with other people because sometimes we want we feel shame or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And it does cause us or even different um, trauma or hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we begin to, you know, build up these calluses mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. around our hearts. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is like a, a fortress or a stronghold mm-hmm. where, okay, we think we're protecting ourselves, right. but really nothing is in, but nothing's coming out too. Right. And right. so I understood as time went on, God was trying to show me in order to fully love, mm-hmm. we got to break down those walls. Right. And one of the um, keys he gave me was learn how to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. If you learn how mm-hmm. to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and part of it, it has to do with our faith and just trusting him mm-hmm. and knowing that God, I can be vulnerable and you're not going to just let me, you know, right. fall down and, right. you know, or Whatever. expose me. God doesn't yes. expose us. But he was doing, he wanted to do something within my heart. Mm-hmm. 
and he needed my cooperation. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's important Absolutely. to know. We God, God is, he is the God of the universe, but he also have given us free will. Mm-hmm. So we do have to freely, you know, mm-hmm. cooperate when God is trying to do a certain thing. And it's never to harm us, harm us. It's never to hurt us, mm-hmm. but it's to get us to a, the place that he desires mm-hmm. for us to be. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that would probably be one of the areas I've, I've grown in and still growing in, mm-hmm. you know, because we have to figure out now, how do I navigate mm-hmm. this thing that God is showing me, right. you know, because just because God is doing something in you, that don't mean he's doing something in somebody else. Right. I mean, you still have to encounter people mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. but just asking him to give us the wisdom. How do I respond to this or how do I respond to um, what's thrown at me and mm-hmm. not try to put up my own shield or right. fence or whatever it is. And so I think I answered your question. <laughs> you did. You did. I appreciate you. I appreciate you giving us some more meat about it too. <laughs> so um, now I also know that you enjoy reading a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, what book would you recommend for someone who's, just, you know, something that would you would recommend to someone who wants to know about this whole faith thing. Mm-hmm. And we're, you're talking about purposely made. Of course, we're recommending purposely made. <laughs> but in knowing who God is and, and you talk, we talked about intimacy. We talked about seeking God. But mm-hmm. just, you know, of course, the Bible that's right. how we know God is. <laughs> but are, do you have any questions? What book are you reading or what book would you recommend for someone to read? Ooh, there's so many books out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe there's one that I enjoyed reading mm-hmm. and, and this came on later on, but I think it can help someone. It's called uh, Beloved, I believe. Okay. <laughs> I believe it's called Beloved. Um mm. Uh, and and you know what? I actually would recommend that book mm. and not just because you're my friend. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but one of the things that that book highlights is the love of God and the mm. love that God has for us. And mm-hmm. to me, that is the very first thing that I think we all need to know is that God loves us. <sighs> so much. He loves us beyond our faults. There is nothing. It's not like, you know, when you meet a person. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I hope they're going to like me. And mm-hmm. then you, you put on your best mm-hmm. face and then you hold back all the ugliness mm-hmm. and hope, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes out, they won't turn their back. God already knows everything about everything us, about whether us. we confess it or not. He knows it. Mm-hmm. So the, know that he loves us beyond measure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know all about that, but I love you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would say that would be a great place for anyone to um, to start. And just understanding that the love that um, God has for us, that he he's adopted us into the beloved, that we're not mm-hmm. uh, orphans. We're mm-hmm. not just out here. No, he loves us. Mm-hmm. And it's because so of his love for mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. that we're able to, you know, have salvation mm-hmm. um, because of his son. So in, in his life that he laid down for us. You know what, Nadira? Amen. And thank you for that <laughs> shout out. But. I I'm sitting here thinking now our books came, our book came out at the same, on the same, in the same year mm-hmm. of, I don't know if yours came out before mine because you weren't telling nobody about it, <laughs> but look at 
this purposely made. Mm. And then we're looking at how God is saying, you're beloved. Mm. Your identity is in Christ. Yes. (laughs) You can't do it like God. Here Mm -hmm. it is. Two women of faith who love God. I'm not talking to you about what I'm doing Mm -hmm. because I'm back here too. My husband said, you need to send that in Mm -hmm. or I'm going to send it in because I'm like, (laughs) no, this is mine. Wow. You know, I I, same identical story, Mm -hmm. not wanting to try to put any spotlight Mm -hmm. on, on yourself. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> All I can do, I, I don't have a comment about that, but I, I, I tell you, um, God wants you to know who you are. He wants you to know that you are yes. purposely made. He wants you to know that you are loved. He wants you to know that there is so much more that he has in store for you mm-hmm. other than, you know, rejection, other than the mm-hmm. labels, of, other than offenses. Yes. And that it does take some vulnerability. In vulnerability, there can be strength. Mm-hmm. There can be um, an awakening that, yes. you know, awareness to where you are and where you desire to be. Mm-hmm. There, God wants to show us so much. Yes. I was I was praying this morning and God says, you are the apple of his eye, mm, mm, you know, mm. and and then I, I said, OK, what does that mean? And, you know, thank God for the search engines. Mm-hmm. So I started <laughs> I, I started searching it and it this one writing uh, that I read and it was talking about the apple of the eye being the center of the eye, mm. that we are at the center mm. of God's focus and the more we draw near to him, the more we can be centered in him. Yes. And that if we draw near to him, he's going to draw near to us. Mm-hmm. And everything that you think you want to know about yourself. Yes. Is found in him. in him. Yes, that's it. It's found in him. That's it. So. Hey. Amen. Amen. And I like what you did, you know, because what you just did was you gave an example of what it means to seek God and to search him. Mm. Um, Because I think sometimes people are trying to figure out, you know, where do I start? Like, Mm -hmm. how do I do it? You can, you open his word, Mm. pray, Mm -hmm. just talk. God knows exactly where we are and he Mm -hmm. knows how to meet us. Mm -hmm. Um, Press past the silence Mm -hmm. and continue to just seek him, open his word because his word Mm -hmm. is his heart. Mm. And so one way mm-hmm. to get to know a person is knowing their heart. <laughs> yes. So when we open his word, we begin to just re mm-hmm. meditate upon it. Mm-hmm. And when we get to a place where we want to know more again, God is, God is not hard. Mm-hmm. Just like my sister said, open a search engine. Mm-hmm. What does this mean? <laughs> and it is so much mm-hmm. um, out there, so much available to help us. Mm-hmm. But, that's a part of our our participation right. in this thing. Right. We seek it out. We want to know. Mm-hmm. And God, when we want to know, he reveals himself. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And before you even encounter anything, pray. Pray. Yes. It's a prayer because you want to have the wherewithal to where you're making sure that you're getting um Sound information. Yes, definitely. Wise counsel. Mm-hmm. Because 
when you start on a path, God's not going to lead you astray. Mm-hmm. And you'll even find that God is going to be uh, probably holding some things back. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to be saying, I don't want you going there anymore. Uh, you're going to have to turn down some invitations mm-hmm. because I'm doing a new thing in you. I want the mm-hmm. true you, the real you, the whole you, the yes. best of you to come forth because mm-hmm. you are my beloved. You are my purposely made son, my purposely made daughter. Mm-hmm. And I delight in you, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, we're talking about the, the good things, too. Yes. There are some hard things, too, that we have. You know, we're talking about being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But there are some things sometimes that we have to look at in our own self. We got to turn the mirror and say, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's kind of jacked up. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes. You you really need to talk to the Lord about that. He's mm-hmm. been telling you to get rid of some things, Um you can't keep doing the same thing and mm-hmm. expecting a different result. Yes. The reason it keeps coming to mind is because God is saying it's time to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you want me to pour into you, but I can't pour into something into an old wine skin because that's just going to burst. Yes. So, yes, that's it. You know, listen, let's get back on track okay. here because <laughs> we're going to start having Bible study, prayer <laughs> meeting. We have a, we have a sister here in the studio with us and she's being quiet, but she's about to explode. And we just thank her. <laughs> she said she's going to be quiet as a little church mic. A church mouse in. So we thank her for this. So shout out to you, Sister Ty. Yes. (laughs) We'll have her on the mic next, guys. So, Nadira, I have so been enjoying our conversation. I don't know how long we've been talking, but I want to get this question in. Okay. What would you tell that young girl from Queens uh, who joined the army started her path of becoming what would you tell her today and 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 what do you think your cousin would feel about who Nadira is today your cousin that inspired mm. you and encouraged you oh well I, I I know he would be proud I know mm. he would still be he was just always that that cheer, uh, I tell him, my hype man. Your hype man. man. Okay. <laughs> uh, definitely. Um, what would I tell that girl from Queen? You know, I would say you have no idea the thing mm. that God has for you. Mm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. That's what I would tell her um, because mm-hmm. she had no idea. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still have no idea of some of the, th- I, I'm surprised and then of, in awe of God of some of the things that he's done, mm-hmm. you know, already. And so, and I know just based off past mm-hmm. experience that he has more, um, we just have to trust him for mm-hmm. it. And, um, but I would say for anyone, mm-hmm. we have no idea the things that God has planned for right. us. Um, we just don't know. And mm-hmm. so, um, it, I can tell you it's something beautiful, whatever it is that he has planned for your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just have to trust him through mm-hmm. the process, mm-hmm. um, regardless of where we find ourselves, regardless of whatever um, season, you know, you may be in. It's like seasons change. They don't mm-hmm. last forever. Right. Um, and that's the the good thing sometimes mm-hmm. is, you know, you're in a season. It just seems like eternity. But 
this is all temporary. Mm-hmm. So that, that's all I say. Trust God. <laughs> Trust them. Trust, Trust God. Him. So this is a similar question. Uh, what's one thing that you wish you knew then that you know? Am I saying that right? What's one thing that you wish you knew then that you now know today? Um, you know, I, I don't really know. And this is a question I, I hear this question. Sometimes people say, well, what would you say to your, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Um, would she have listened? No. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know. If I would, oh, what so would I have told myself? I, right. I probably wouldn't listen. Okay. You know, I, I know how I was. I was, um, I kind of always just had my own mind mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you could tell me something, but I have to find out for myself, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know if I would have listened, but at the same time, it's like, even in that, um, and God, God knew how I was. Yes. Like, he knew how to get me to where, even mm-hmm. when I, even when I think I'm rebelling and doing what I want to do, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, now mm-hmm. come on over here. <laughs> come on, sit down. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I don't know if I would have, necessarily took any advice from me um <laughs> or or told myself but mm-hmm. um at the same time i think you mentioned this earlier on it's um you know everything everything works together for our good it does at the end yes. of the day mm-hmm. um and you you don't know what you don't know mm-hmm. Um, we make decisions based on, you know, what we know at the time, but even in that God will use it to get us where. So I don't know if, you know, I feel like everything that happened led me to still mm-hmm. cause me to be where I am today right. um, in God. So, amen. Uh, but if, if there is a young lady out there, mm-hmm. uh, I would say, listen, <laughs> don't listen. be like me. <laughs> right. Write it down. Put a pen in it, right? Yes. Amen. So, you know, it has been a pleasure talking to you today. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Now, I asked about what book you would recommend, but tell our (laughs) listeners where they can find uh, Purposely Made. Purposely Made um, can be found online. You can find it um, Mm -hmm. Amazon.com. it has a Kindle version, also a paperback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally, I know people like um, digital, but mm-hmm. I, because it has actual space in there to write, I do recommend the paperback version of mm-hmm. it so that you can uh, journal and, and, and just spend that time um, mm-hmm. with God. Amen. Amen. So purposely made by Nadira Bodhi mm-hmm. on Amazon. Dot com. I'll make sure that I put that in the um, in the in the dis- episode description so that you can go and find it. Um, and listen, is there anything else you want to share with us? Because I think I've asked all my questions and I've enjoyed this journey, this conversation. You know what? I do have one thing at the at the top of our conversation. I asked you were. You raised in a house of, you know, faith or a religious home or things mm-hmm. like that. You're the mother of four and you're a wife. Mm-hmm. Is your home life different? Of course. Your home yes. life is different. Definitely um, different. Um, obviously, we, you know, we're all believe as, as me and my house. As me <laughs> okay. and my house. We will serve the Lord. Um, 
and you know, it's different. I'm intentionally bringing uh, my children, my husband and I, you know, bringing our children mm-hmm. up in the Lord, mm-hmm. and um, and and just understanding that they have their journey mm-hmm. too, you know, mm-hmm. as well. So, um, so yes, that's. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Another thing she she won't mention this, and since I've already closed once, okay, <laughs> uh, I'm going to share this. Um, now you know at the at last year during we were connecting with uh, family members and friends through Zoom. Were you not asked to lead uh, like Bible study with your family members? With your book, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. see how I God will bring you this. out of. <laughs> God will bring you out of where you think there's all there is about you, mm. and look how you are shaping mm. lives, changing the course of family dynamics. Mm. God will do it if we avail ourselves yes i'm gonna just leave that right there for you guys <laughs> because she wasn't gonna tell you guys that is funny yeah so i, I did share this with uh, my sister but so it, it's funny though um you, again you never know with god mm-hmm. um and so you know over the pandemic we've been looking for ways to connect and mm-hmm. whatever and you know i still have a lot of family in new york and i have you know family other places florida south carolina and um so uh, I have a cousin who she called me up one day and she says, um, and it was, you know, she just called me all the time. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, what's, what's going mm-hmm. on? And she goes, I was thinking that we should have um, a family, family prayers, which she said. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK. And she's like, and, and you're going to lead it. I'm like, uh, <laughs> OK. <laughs> and so it's so it was so. um Came out of surprise. So I'm kind of like, okay, like, you know, people don't believe it, but I'm very reserved. Okay. She is. I don't push myself on people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so for her suggestions. And so I'm like, okay, well, you're going to talk to the people, right? And tell them that you came up with this idea. It wasn't me mm-hmm. because, you know, my family does know that I'm an ordained minister and mm-hmm. I didn't want them to feel like, oh, now she a minister. Here now she want to pray for us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm still me. I'm just, you know, so. Um, so we started um, meeting and we started every Sunday, we started having family prayer mm-hmm. and it, it it went, I would say much better mm-hmm. um, than what I thought or how, it would, like, I just, I said, God, if this is you, you orchestrate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even realize like how many people actually really wanted prayer and mm-hmm. just wanted that connection. Mm-hmm. And so the prayer kind of turned into a Bible study. Mm-hmm. And so we started, you know, we would bring a scripture and we would Mm -hmm. talk about it. And then same cousin. Mm -hmm. Okay. um, She called me up one day. I was like, you know what? (laughs) I I love this cousin. We should, we could continue to do the prayer, but let's study your book. Mm. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm like, oh Lord. I was like, well, you're going to have to tell them that you want to do this. Cause Mm -hmm. I don't want them to feel like, oh, here she go trying to sell us her book. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but I was like, well, it's a great idea. But again, I'm like, God, if this is you, Mm -hmm. you were allowed people to come. And so the next meeting we had, she kind of introduced the idea and everybody's like, oh, yeah. And, you know, most of them were like, you wrote a book. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so everybody was like, yeah, let's do that. And they, you know, they all ordered a copy and we've been going through um, 
I think we started maybe September. Mm-hmm. So we're almost in a few months. We'll be coming up on a year that we have been um, going awesome. through the book. So it was something that I never knew. Mm-hmm. You know, that God would even use it in that way. And it's been a blessing me even going back through the book mm-hmm. and, you know, and just seeing God all over again. Because exactly. some of these things are things that I've written like probably over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so just it's it's been an amazing time. God is mm-hmm. you can't beat God. You can't, you can't beat, beat him. <laughs> and since you said this, um, if I can remember uh, what you said earlier, how even in the pandemic and how we're not able to corporately fellowship mm-hmm. in the, in the church, in the building, but how God is using this time to yes. develop, to cultivate yes, a relationship absolutely. with his people individually. Mm-hmm. And we gathering, you know, family structures mm-hmm. are strengthening yes. relationships are strengthening. Yes. That's God. That it's God. That is it, God. God. His word. And you know, um, definitely at the very, very beginning, we saw uh, a lot. We mm-hmm. saw a lot of encouragement and things like that. Yes. And I think that is amazing. So I'm just saying, hey, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, don't stop doing it. Do more. Yes. You know, just seek God's heart and trust God's heart. Amen. Reach out to that family member that you haven't heard from in a while mm-hmm. or that friend that, you know, you miss in the relationship is just running on autopilot. Mm-hmm. I know I've said that one time before, but it's about strengthening and yes. being strengthened uh, and just loving one another. Mm-hmm. And it's not all, you know, it's not about reading, you know, well, of course, we want to read the word of God, mm-hmm. but now we can apply the word of God yes. in our actions. Yes. So I love that. Yes. And, and that's that. one of the things that I've seen, I would say the most, because mm-hmm. I just kind of, I just been watching and I'm mm-hmm. like, God, I'm just amazed because some mm-hmm. people, you know, sometimes we have people who, you know, wouldn't ordinarily go exactly. to a church, wouldn't ordinarily yes. hear a word, mm-hmm. but here it is. God allows us to just talk about the word Mm -hmm. and to apply it Mm -hmm. and to see how, you know, okay. In this situation, sometimes we'll have, you know, testimony hour, what happened? Mm -hmm. And we, you know, we kind of pray for each other. So, um, I almost felt like I've seen God move more during this time of pandemic where we were shut in. Yes. Um, I've seen God do more, um, Mm -hmm. And just the, these are the conversations we may not have had outside of this. Mm. It prevented it, mm-hmm. it, it presented a, a platform where we had to just pause and mm-hmm. allow God to do. And like you said, it's not just about, you know, going through this mechanical mm-hmm. I'm reading the word and mm-hmm. reading the word. Yes, you want to read the word, but it's more important for us to live live it out and how does it apply and how Uh do I make it plain where people Mm -hmm. can everyday people can understand okay this is how it can apply to my life and Mm -hmm. everybody's at you know different places in their faith but it doesn't matter God's word can still apply we can still walk it out and we just grow from there so amen yes misreserved God, we thank you. (laughs) So this is my second closing. I know like the uh, old Baptist pastors like, okay, I'm closing. Give me a few more minutes. But no, I'm actually going to close right now. (laughs) So I just thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in. Nadira, thank you for joining us and And just sharing your heart and 
and sharing your testimony. I just pray that the person that needed to hear that hears it and to know that you are purposely made. Uh, God is calling you. God is chasing after you and he doesn't need to chase after anybody, Mm -hmm. but you're so important to him. He's not going to, he's not going to stop pursuing you. If you pursue him, I promise you, you're going to find him. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for having me today. It's been a blessing for sure. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. And our sister is in the background waving her hands. We're going to get her on the mic real soon. Yes, we are. (laughs) Listen, guys, thank you for joining us for this episode of Can We Talk with Demi and Friends. Uh, Our sister, Nadira Bodie, she's been talking with us and sharing with us her heart, her surrender. And God, guys, she is a giant slayer with the word. So I just thank you so much for being here again and join us again when we will talk more about life, love, relationships, uh, spirituality, and being the very best version of who you were created to be. Now I want you to invite a friend so that they can join us for some good old fashioned conversation like we had today. Um, And be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also find uh, uh, us on our social media platforms and get yourself a daily dose of encouragement by going to Miss underscore Demi03 on Instagram and Twitter, as well as going to Facebook and searching for uh, Demi Thompson. You can also go to our webpage and see what's going on over there at Demi and Company by going to www.demiandcompany.com. Now, until we get a chance to talk again, make sure you're having those conversations that matter the most to you and be present in the moments with the people who matter the most to you. So until next time, talk it out.